the business savvy singer. Hey there, and welcome to the business savvy singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music. Also, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need, and Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. Today, it is my pleasure to be with Petrina, the British bombshell. Hey, Petrina, how are you doing? Hey, Greta. It's great to be here. Thank you for asking me. Well, thank you. I'm so glad that you were available to join us today. So we just want to know a little bit about what kind of music you're doing, where you're from. So why why don't we start with where are you from? How did you begin singing? All of those kinds of things. Tell us the story of your life. That's a that's a long story. <laughs> that that's gonna kind of give my age away because the story is so long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, I started singing when I was a child, but then I had a big chunk of my life where I didn't sing anymore because I was moving so much, and uh, I was kind of I guess I people would think I was a late starter in singing because it was until I was the late twenties when I started singing again. So that's quite a big chunk away from you know, performing since I was a child. Yeah. I guess it was always there and I should always be doing it. And the circle came round again and, you know, the doors opened up again and there you are, you know, I started doing it again. That's wonderful. Yeah. So I I kind of, um, I used to be an entertainer for uh, uh, entertaining British people on the holidays in the Mediterranean. I was kind of one of those entertainers that would be running around all day <laughs> like on the cruise lines, but I was in hotels instead. Okay. And I would start off with a welcome meeting and I would be there all day, like welcome meeting. I'll be doing aquarobics. I would be doing cheese and wine demonstration. I'd be doing, wow, you know, radio show around the poolside. I would be doing... Wonderful. Uh, Renaissance woman doing everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. I, I love loved it. it because, you, you know, it was varied and I, yeah. you know, and it was... Great, great times of my life, but uh, four years, you get burnt out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, tell us where you're from. I'm from England. I was born in South London. Okay. And I lived pretty much a a lot of places in in the UK, uh, up up north and just below Scotland and the East Coast. And I don't know if anybody knows much about England, but so uh, (laughs) yeah, quite a few places. And then uh, I moved over here in 2008. My sister sponsored me in. Wonderful. Me Thirteen years to get my green card. Wow. Wow. Years. Well, I'm glad you got it. Yeah, me yeah, too. Because we I'm need just, you here. Actually, just been over here twelve years. Wow, that's fantastic. 
That is fantastic. So when you first came, what did you do when you first arrived here? What did I do? Yeah, were you uh, singing during that time or or when you I first moved over here I was living with my sister to kind of, you know, get myself kind of sure, settled. Settled mm-hmm. and figuring out what I'm going to do with my life and uh so my sister and I took a year out and we um we uh we basically worked on working on green screening, video editing. Um we did a, a whole course on you know, working with with uh, video and audio and wonderful things like that for promotions, and uh, we had many different ideas. We got working with with different people to help, especially in the villages up here where I live. Um, and but, where uh, where are you living? Where where are you now? The, village, the, the villages, the villages, the. <laughs> and and where is that? That is in Florida, right? That's in Florida. Yeah, yes. it's between the two O's. Ocala and and on Orlando. I okay. <laughs> oh, that's a very cool way of describing it. Between the two O's. Between the two O's. Yeah. <laughs> Ocala that's and great. Orlando. Yeah. So I've been and I started performing in the villages because my mum used to have a restaurant, a tea room, okay. tea room restaurant, um, and I used to help her out with a cabaret spot every Friday, and that's how I kind of started getting all my gigs really, and that's why I live here and everything is just here really, and. Uh, but I perform up and down Florida as well. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of funny how it all started because when I first moved over here, I had to kind of really start a whole new set list because a lot of the music I sang, nobody knew. Oh, that's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, that's a good so point. I had to start yeah, all over again. Wow. And how did you find the music that you have decided upon doing now? How did you locate that music? Oh yeah. Well, you just—I mean, I guess really when I first moved around in the villages, I was singing a lot of modern stuff that a lot of people didn't really know because I'm living in an over 50, 55 community. Ah, I see. Yes. And nobody knew Pink, and nobody knew Lady Gaga, and nobody knew, you know, all yeah. these. So, I mean, luckily, under my, you know, under my belt, I had a lot of uh, songs from the 1800s to 1900s, <laughs> early 1900s, because I've I've always sang around, uh, for many years, around care homes. Yeah. And independent living and um, assisted living. And so I know the good old Al Jolson sing-alongs. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. They had to scrap a lot of mine because uh, they weren't known in this country. Yeah. But luckily, a lot of them I did know, so I was able to pick up and just progress from there. That's great. So the bulk of your audience is older people. Is that is that pretty much your 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 base? Uh, yeah, there's been a bit of multi I don't know. I guess a lot of people my own age group up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great though. You know, there's a lot to be said for identifying where your audience is and who they are. That's yeah. great. You know, some singers want to be everything to everyone and and you just, you know, generally can't do that. You know, no, you have to kind of no, identify. I mean I, love, I mean, I love jazz and I love standards. And if I was to, if I was just to choose any music, that would be all I would sing: mm-hmm. swing, jazz, and standards. That that that's yeah. my love. Yeah. Um, and I love rock music as well, but I don't really sing much rock music, even though yeah. I brought up with it. I might have to relearn some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, great. But yes, but where I live, not 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 many people want to hear that stuff. Yeah. They want to they want to be kept young. Yeah, absolutely. But I've noticed over here in Florida. Yeah. Young, they don't right. <laughs> big retiree community, so yes, yeah, they want to be kept they young. They don't want to hear our jokes, they yeah, yeah, they <laughs> right. don't want to hear, you know, right. they just they want uptown funk, <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. They want to dance and have a good time, yeah, yeah, 
It's true. So yeah. um, I had a very mi- small minority of people used to follow me because I was I was different, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of exploded where people were like, she's odd. <laughs> That's wonderful. Odd. We think we like her. We don't know if we like her, but we think we like her. <laughs> and I always get that kind of audience feel from people. They kind of sit there and they're not too sure of me because obviously I'm not from this country. Yeah. yeah. My humor is probably a little bit different, a bit cheeky. Yeah, as I would call it cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> that's and before great. they know it, they're, they're kind of going, oh, I, I think I like her. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. Well, you really have, have turned what you are and who you are. I will describe to my audience about you. You know, you have the kind of punky, very blonde hair like pink. You, you're very, you know, you're, you're very reminiscent of pink. Yes, and uh, yeah. just a cool, a cool lady. And people love what you do. I mean, you have really fashioned your brand into something that is very marketable in your area. And, and that's a fantastic thing. Thank you. I don't actually, um, it's funny because the whole pink thing, I kind of see it as a bit of a joke. Um, you know, a lot of people think I take it seriously and I really don't because <laughs> I wouldn't say I was a huge fan of pink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I just happen to look like her. Yes. To, you know, if you're a singer, then you have to sing some of her songs. That's right. And I, I put up, you know, I put myself out there as a pink impersonator, but it's really a very, very small part of what I do. Yeah. Yeah. A very small part. I don't really promote it as, as much as most, you know, impersonators do. I, yeah. I just take it or leave it. I really don't. Yeah. And you're kind I'd of not an impersonator. Her, you know? Yeah. You're kind of not an impersonator of her either. You know, you're no, your really, own, no. you know, you're your own entity. And I love that. I think that is so exciting. And, you, and you've, you know, certainly taken what you have and turned it into something uh, very marketable and very much in demand. I mean, you, you know, you're working a lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, luckily, well, I think you just have to have your finger in a lot of pies and you've got to keep yourself, uh, you've got to keep reinventing yourself and um, luckily, I've, I've accumulated that many songs, which I could do three shows and not sing the same song again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's wonderful. You know, three, three, three hour shows, you know, and sing, yes. not, not sing the same song again. So it's it's uh, it's enough material to keep me going, you know, from, yeah. from the nineteen say hundreds to right to the present day. Now, one area I'm not very good at is country, as you can imagine, because country <laughs> music does not go well with this accent. So I just sing a little, and that's it. I leave it to the people that are really good at it. <laughs> yeah, but people enjoy those songs, no matter. You know, they enjoy the songs, and, you know, it takes them back to an earlier time in their lives or whatever, you know. So people, people are, you know, very open to whatever you have to bring to them. They just want to be entertained and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I would say I would I'd say I was a singer second, entertainer first. Okay. Um yeah, I I think it's because my background I've always been like, you know, I say I do a little bit of this, do do a little bit of that and singing was came second. Yes. Accumulating the songs. I mean I, I think other people probably say, Yeah, you know, because you sing so much, I guess yes. singing would be first. But right. I'm more of an interactive entertainer. Yeah. More comedic. That's wonderful. Uh, silly. I'm more silly. <laughs> You're singer. fun. My, You're fun. That should be my label, silly singer. Silly singer. <laughs> I like that. I think I like the British bombshell better. <laughs> That's great. I like parodies. I like acting the fool. I like just to, you know, just just to make sure everybody has fun. Yeah. Get them laughing. 
something. That's, That's great. That's great. So how many bookings would you say you have per year? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I guess what I've calculated since this whole COVID thing was I was doing between eight to ten gigs a week. Mm-hmm. And I've gone down to three to four. Yeah. Now, well, four to five now. It's, it's kind of creeping up again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, eight to ten was quite a lot. Yeah. I was doing because I, I, I still sing a lot of daytime gigs as well yes they're an hour or an hour and a half a piece so sometimes yeah. I was I would fit between one and three a day wow that's a lot of singing it's a lot of singing yeah and I was pretty burnt out to be honest and I'm yeah. gonna cut right back next year yeah yeah well COVID has given much. you a little bit of a rest it's yeah. you know it's been kind of a double-edged sword for a lot of people and and for you I, I certainly see that other edge that it's given you a little bit of a of a rest, you know. Yeah, you just you just get caught up in the rat race. You just yeah. keep going, you just keep going. And Absolutely. You know, I, I, in fact, I was kind of glad of the pandemic, really, because I needed the break. I needed yeah. something to say, stop. Yes. Know, and just rest and look after yes. yourself. Yes, eight to ten um, jobs a week. I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, you're doing like four or five hundred jobs a year. Probably, yeah, if you calculate it like that. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. <laughs> you know, and you, you vary from the one-hour gig sure. to the three-hour, you know, yeah four hour gigs you know yeah I mean I don't take on very many four hour gigs now yeah just one a month and that, yeah. that hasn't happened for a while but yeah it's it's more than enough I two oh, hours yeah. is more than enough really yeah so you are the epitome of the business savvy singer I mean you figured out how to make it work for yourself what what things about you are appealing to people and you figured out how to make it work I think it is just fantastic yeah yeah, it's it's fun, you know. I love what I do, and um, but I don't want to get to the point where I, it's it's taking away the fun. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'd rather have the energy and give out because I, you know, what I I, I I I think everybody does. You know, when you perform, you feed off the audience and you just give out more energy. Yeah, more energy than you ever realize you ever had. That's you know, right. Like high flying disc. You're just like out there going, whoa. Yeah, you're right. You find right. it, you know. And when you stop, you don't. You kind of go. How did I do that? <laughs> right. It's like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. And everybody always says to me, God, oh, you got so much energy, energy, you know, and I go, if I watch myself, I don't, I don't know how I would do it. But I've always said that, you know, yeah. when I was working stupid amount of hours a day as, as a full time entertainer. Yeah. I, I think I was exhausted just if I would I would be exhausted if I had to watch myself you know yeah but you know you feed off the audience and when they're giving it back to you you know how can you not give it all exactly yeah, yeah. You, you you know you know you've got to, and you do give so much in this job you give oh yeah and you give and you give and you people don't realize how giving it is just because you give all your energy that's everything because your job is to be a people pleaser that's right that's what what being an entertainer is it is giving you know a lot of a lot of singers or performers think it's all about them it's not all about us it's all about that audience all about the audience yeah yeah and you just uh you just ride ride that wave of of energy and you can't stop yeah it's great <laughs> and it is addictive it is addictive because you just keep doing it you just keep doing it and you just you know I think if anybody just wants uh, any kind of job once you stop you start to realize oh you know how do I yeah. what do I do now right and you realize how demanding it is and how much yeah. you're really putting yeah. out there 
Well, that's great. So when you think about the future for yourself, what do you, do you anticipate continuing on as you're doing now? Or are you looking for other kinds of experiences or other kinds of gigs? Or, or what are you thinking? Oh, I don't know if I should tell you. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to well, tell you if you don't when want. You if you put it out there too soon. And it you're right. Happen, you're right. You know? I understand that. Uh, yeah. I have a plan. Um, I need to just get myself yeah. focused. I understand. On, yeah. On getting the plan sorted. Yeah. yeah, you're right. If you put yeah. it out there too soon before you've thought it through, it's not not always a good thing. So No, it's 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 part of the journey, isn't it? That you've yeah. got to enjoy and, and get and focus and get it uh, perfected and That's right. That's um, right. You know, cuz I can't keep jumping around like this for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there does come a point at which it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you and you know what it's like when you work for yourself. You don't just turn up and sing. You got to do your own marketing. Oh, you, you do everything. Your own graphic design. You your do own everything. Editing, your own everything. That's right. You yeah, have to do everything yourself. You know, and you've got to right. make sure you're marketable all the time. All the time, and that's right. Uh, and you know, just keeping it fresh and that's right. There's a lot to it. Learn new techniques. That's and, right. And, you know, like and new songs. <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's I mean you're forever learning new things and it gets to the point where it's so overwhelming because you can't keep up with the trend yeah yeah um and you know I wish I could uh really employ other people to do it for me but yeah but then you know but then you're not making the money that you could be making when and you're employing you, other exactly, people exactly you know so you know trying way up what's important it's like you That's know right. other people doing this TikTok thing and, and yeah. YouTube and that's a lot of time. It's a yes, lot of time, it's a, a lot, lot of, of energy. Time. Yeah, yeah, but that's no, what you have no, to do. No money back. Right, no <laughs> money back. You make the money back when you actually book your shows and you and are shows, doing the shows. Right. But you know, you I as, your, as I have, have often said, you're, you? yep, you're right. As I have often said, you know, when I actually get out on stage and perform, it's like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic because yeah. most of my time is spent doing the marketing, doing the planning, doing the calling, the emailing, the social media-ing, all of those kinds of things. And, and there's so much of um, just, you know, you have to do those things to be viable. You do. So, I mean, you know, it's you hard. It's your own fault if you don't get the gigs because you don't, you have to be proactive. That's in right. Every direction. Absolutely. You know, nobody should sit there and saying, "Well, I'm not getting any work." Well, you've got to really work your butt off to do it. You. That's right. It's not. It's not just a, a three-hour gig. You know, it, it's right. it's a full-time and then some, isn't it? That's absolutely right. That's right. Yeah. And I think and it's, it's not just emails. It, as you say, oh, it's social media. Social you media, everything. Calling people. Social media. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's very demanding. It's very demanding. And I, you know, I do the Wednesday night online huddles and these are some of the things that we talk about. You know, I have so many people that will join me for that in their initial uh time with us and will say, you know, well, I don't I don't want to do all that. I just want to sing. And I say, you know, good luck. Good luck, you know, because good you've got to yeah. do those things. You have to do those things to to make yourself viable, to make yourself known where people can call you for the for the gigs. And then you have to do it to keep yourself viable and keep yourself in the public eye. So, you know, I think there's there's many performers in the past that probably had it easy. And when I say easy, I'm sure it's not easy when they were doing it, but they might have had an agent that did everything for them or they might have had a, a wonderful venue that always promoted them. 
But in the long run, that doesn't help you to become a business person in your own that's right. Because you've got to accumulate your own emailing list. That's and right. That's, you always got to stay on top of that. That's right. Because that's the that's the best way of getting the word out there of what you're doing. That's absolutely right. Yeah. And, and 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 your email list is something that you own and you control. Yeah. Social media is a wonderful thing, but you don't own those contacts on social media. You know, yeah. so if if um, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or one of those things changes their algorithms, you could be like losing your following. Exactly. And yeah. I think you're, you're right, Debbie. It's the algorithm continuously changing of algorithms. How right. does one person get on top of that all right. the time? Right, all the time. That's right. That's right. They're missing out on the performing side. Because That's right. They can't get a happy balance in every direction. That's so, right. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants a happy balance in everything they do, but right. yeah, it's a right. lot. Yeah. So the email list is the, you know, that is something that is such an important thing. And that's one of the things that we offer is helping people to build their email list and understanding the importance of that because you actually own those addresses. You own them. And, you know, I remember being uh, very dismayed about my opening rate. Um, You know, I would contact my my my, uh, platform of, you know, say, how come how come I've only got like, 40, I've only got forty percent of people opening my emails, and they're mm-hmm. going forty. Yeah, that's a big percentage. That's, yeah. that's supposed to be quite good, and I yeah. didn't know that. And yeah, I, I think I, the average open rate is maybe twenty percent or something 20, like that. I think twenty. Twenty-two 20, maybe. Percent mm-hmm. is supposed to be considered good. Yep, that's right. So I was like, oh, okay. But <laughs> I, I guess I'm doing all I'm right. Dismayed that all these other people weren't opening, weren't opening. emails. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. But, you know, that's the way that it goes, you know, but if you can get that, you know, 40%, I mean, that's almost half of your email list that is looking forward to hearing from you. And that's a wonderful thing, you know. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, something for Petrina. Let me open it right now. That's a wonderful a thing. A lot, a lot to learn. Yeah, a yeah. lot to learn. It is, it is definitely a business. And if you treat it that way and understand that, you know, you can be very successful as a singer. But for those who are, you know, think, feeling, well, I just want to sing. I don't want to do any of the other work. I need a manager. I need this. Well, yeah, you could get a manager, but now you've got to pay that manager. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. And the one thing, I, you know, I had to get over was, you know, promoting myself because I'm a, I'm a single performer and I don't work with other people. I don't, yeah. I'm not promoting the whole band, you know, it's yeah. just me. And being British, it's probably not a <laughs> the thing to do. <laughs> It's not very British, you know, to like pr- promote yourself. It's like a bit it's seen as showing off, you know, yeah. but you've had to get, I had to get over that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you've got to get over yourself. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to make sure it's fun as possible without yeah. being, um, sound, you know, something like you're, you know, you're yeah. upping yourself or I'm this Absolutely. Night. Absolutely. You know, promoting yourself is a hard thing. It is. It's a hard thing. You're right. And, and the, the, the phrase that you used, get over yourself, and that, that is so true. You know, we, a lot of times we do feel like we're just being too much if we put ourselves out there or say whatever it is that we really feel in our hearts about our talent, but you have to get beyond that, you know. You have to get beyond that. Yeah. And, you know, if other people see you as showing off, then you can't, you can't let that bother you because That's you're right. going to fall back. You're That's right. That's absolutely right. And, That's absolutely uh, right. I mean... Yeah, you can come across as probably overconfident, but you have to be. But, you know, today's age, when you watch all these kids on TikTok, everybody, everybody's doing it. You're right. 
you know, with the selfie videos and everything, right. everybody's got over themselves. So. That's right. <laughs> That's right. What am I worried about? What are you worried about? That's right. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, yeah. I, I just am so, you know, I, I think that your career is just so wonderful. And you're oh, doing such you. a great job of promoting yourself and and doing all the things that you need to do to have a viable business. And I think, you know, I just wanted my listeners to hear from you and to understand, you know, what it is that you're doing and the attitude that you have and, and the charm that you have. You're, you're delightful. Oh. So, uh, well, that's I'm, very nice coming from you because I oh. know you, you're, a, you're a well-respected lady in this business. Well, and thank you. Ooh, thank you, you. You know your stuff. So uh, if, if you think I'm doing okay, I'm doing all right. I think you're doing all right. <laughs> all right, Petrina. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, this thank has been you. delightful. Now tell people how they can find you online. Ooh, they can find me on www. <laughs> uh, it's Petrina.biz, P-E-T-R-I-N-A.biz. I, I chose biz because I like it, showbiz. Yeah, I love that. I didn't want to be a dot .com. I, do, I thought that was a bit too common. <laughs> yeah, I love common, that. Common biz is business. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's great. Now, can they hear you? Can they hear you sing on your website? I, well, there's lots of links on there that, okay, that good. spread out to YouTube. Um, good, perfect. You know, videos and, and Facebook is obviously highly, yeah. uh, for the demographics of Florida, it works really well. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, That's yeah, great. So everything's on there. Like, I like GIFs. Wonderful. You know, GIFs. Yeah, G-I-F-S, yes. There's loads of GIFs on there. Yeah. I, like, I like movement. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I certainly encourage my audience to check you out, listen to you, because you're delightful. You're absolutely Aww, delightful. Thank you. Well, thank you, Thanks Petrina. For having me. No, but absolutely. What a pleasure it's been. Thank you so much, and uh, I hope to see you very soon. Yes, coffee. Yeah, okay. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you by the Private Music Studio.net, Eternal Wolf Music and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. For more information on how to build your own music career, check out the privatemusicstudio.net to learn the tools to grow your business successfully. To learn more, visit our website or check out our show notes for the direct link. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Greta Pope on Instagram and Twitter and the privatemusicstudio.net on Facebook. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer podcast. The Business Savvy Singer. Singer.